For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Quark, and I am going to be riding solo here for this wonderful four-game slate the day after Halloween on Tuesday. And uh, Sports Ethos is uh, the one doing this podcast. If you guys don't already, do go follow Sports Ethos uh, everywhere that there's a social media following, uh, but Twitter would be the main one. And uh, follow us there. And follow me also, but uh, we're going to break this down for you. I had a little bit of bad luck yesterday with the uh, Kings. Just Darren Fox getting hurt was a bummer. Uh, DeMonto Simonis had a really terrible first half statistically. And then, uh, and then he fouled out, of course. <laughs> you know, I, said, I did mention that on the pod uh, yesterday. You know, with uh, uh, Kenny, though, uh, that I was, you know, I was like, hey, you know, he's had this foul trouble before. I didn't think anyone on the Charlotte Hornets would really be able to foul him out, but uh, I stand corrected. That's what happened. Um, something we got to be wary of. I do think he busts out of it at some point. I'm not like afraid to go to DeMontis Simonis, but um, it is something that we have to be wary of. But we're going to try to be more, a little bit more successful here on this four game slate. Um, and I do have some games. I mean, there, there's some stuff I like here, and there's some stuff I should be knowledgeable about because there is a big Bulls-Nets game here. That I think uh, it looks like our friend over here, Arnold Cadena, uh, who sent me his ticks, his picks for tomorrow, uh, looks like he's looking to stack this game. I think it's a, a valid thing, to, um, but you do have to be wary. There is quite a bit of news that we're looking for on the Bulls side of the ball. Uh, we've already got Andre Drummond being out. But we also have uh, Ayo Desumu, questionable. We've got Kobe White, questionable. And we've got Zach Levine, questionable. Zach Levine obviously being the biggest one in that bunch. Um, Drummond being out, and I know I did see Arnold's picks, as I said. He sent them over. He's actually doing our DFS delivery for us tomorrow. And if you guys don't have a DFS delivery, go sign up for the DFS pass. It's $4.99 a month. It is a steal. Uh, very cheap, and it's going to get you a lot of value for this DFS season. Uh, we're going to win you some money, so go get that uh, at sportsethos.com. Sign up for it today. Uh, also, the Ethos 360 pass, you can get that as well, and the DFS pa pass is included in that. But uh, my friend Arnold here, he does want to go to Nikola Vucevic at 7,800 against this Brooklyn Nets team. That is a bit weak on the interior. Uh, they do give up quite a few points in the paint. Uh, I get I get the appeal there without Drummond there. Um, what we're seeing from the last box score is that Vuce played 36 minutes, and they the Bulls had to have him on the floor. But my counter to that would be that the Bulls were playing the 76ers. And so they had to have a big body on the floor. They had to have Uch on the floor for that amount of time. And they couldn't go small ball. Here, though, they are getting the Brooklyn Nets, who have Nicholas Claxton at the center position, who is not all that intimidating. He's not a guy that you have to scheme around. 
You have to scheme around Kevin Durant. You have to scheme around Kyrie Irving. So the Bulls can go small here. I expect them to go small. I expect there to be a few more minutes here for guys like Javante Green, guys like Patrick Williams, guys like uh, Derek Jones Jr. And I think you can roster those guys as punt plays. None of those guys have a high ceiling for defense. Telling you right now. Um, probably not going to have a whole lot of those shares of those guys on my rosters. But I think having a stab here and there, especially in large field GPPs, because uh, their ownership should be pretty low, I think it makes a lot of sense because the Bulls will be able to go small. Now, Patrick Williams actually saw 32 minutes in that game against the 76ers. <clears throat> and I think he does see a similar workload here. The problem with Patrick Williams, as we all know, is that even though he's on the floor for extended periods of time and gets a lot of minutes, those minutes are typically empty minutes. He just doesn't produce stats, which is unfortunate. Um, but he does have that odd game where he just absolutely pops off, and that is possible here against the Brooklyn Nets. Of those three guys, though, if you want to take a stab at any of those guys, I would go Derek Jones Jr. He's played very well this season. He is the small ball center for the Bulls. So if they're going to cut Vooch down you know, four or five minutes from the last game, which they should, because he might doesn't match up necessarily as well, in my opinion, against the Sprinkle Nets team. Those four or five minutes are going to go to Derek Jones Jr. And, you know, he's at 3,100. So all we need is a good, you know, 15 to 20 DK points from him to really produce some good value as a punt play. And I think he uh, can easily achieve that. So uh, I will throw that out there. Uh, again, not somebody I'm super-duper-duper-uper-uber interested in. Uh, Bino Arnold also has some interest in guys like uh, Royce O'Neal. Um it's getting a little muddy, muddled there, I think. And we don't know, um, I don't believe we know the status of Seth Curry in this game. If Seth Curry does play, uh, it gets even more muddled. Uh, he's last update I see is he's ruled out for Monday. So for Tuesday, he might he might get in the action. If he does get in the action, um, it's somebody I would definitely consider at 4,700. I'm hoping he sits, though, because I have a whole lot of interest, actually, on the Brooklyn Nets side of the ball in Joe Harris at 4000 uh, Actually, a $200 decrease in salary from the last game. Uh, I did watch their Nets game tonight, and he looked good out there. His defense was actually really, really solid in their win uh, tonight. So I actually like Joe Harris. The Bulls actually are third worst. If you guys listen to our Bulls podcast, I'll go ahead and plug that at Eat Those Bulls. You guys should go follow that Bulls podcast that I do with Trey Hill. Uh, every week we just break down the Bulls, season, uh, the Bulls games throughout the week. And uh, we have a lot of fun doing that. But uh, I do talk Bulls. I'm a huge Bulls fan. I watch every game uh, probably one and a half times, I'll say. Some of them I watch twice. Some of them I, there's no point in watching, so I don't. Um, but, yeah, I watch every single game. So um, the Bulls are third worst in the league when it comes to three, opponent three-point percentage. And you can sit there and say, you know, oh, this is a small sample size and things will normalize. But it's because the Bulls have, particularly in the first quarter, which is what my, my – Co-host Trey Hill pointed out in the last episode. Um, we don't defend well in the first quarter against the three-point shot. The opponents are shooting like 56%, I think he said it was, in the first quarter against us. And that's just a lack of preparedness, just a lack of urgency. Uh, you know, that, that was kind of our theory. Um, but either way, Joe Harris, obviously we know that his one thing that he can do very, very well is shoot the three ball, stretch the floor. Um, I actually would contend that he played some really good defense, like I said tonight. So uh, that's something else. He's he's uh, he's just a good hustle player. Just just gives a lot of effort on both sides of the basketball. But uh, four thousand for him. I think that he could put up a, a nice game here if he gets 
uh, seven, eight shots from behind the arc, which is possible. And he connects on three or four of those. And that's possible too against the Bulls squad. So uh, Joe Harris at 4,000, I'll, I'll throw him out there. Um, if these guys sit, so let's say Io sits, let's say um, Zach sits, and let's say uh, Io sits, Zach sits, and, and Kobe sits, right? Not even Kobe. Let's just say Zach and Io sit. If both of those guys sit, I think you can definitely, 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 definitely go to DeMar DeRozan at 8,500. I think that's a steal. I think this is actually going to be a pretty close game because the Brooklyn Nets are on a back-to-back. Um, the Bulls do keep games close, even though they <laughs> tend to lose them. Uh, yeah, I'm just down on them right now this, for the season. But uh, they're honestly two shots away from being 5-3, and three, so I can't be incredibly down on them. Uh, but I am a little down on them because their record isn't, isn't great. Uh, but no, they're a decent team. They will keep things close. Uh, 8,500 for DeMar DeRozan, who is obviously uh, an elite you know, mid-range scorer against a pretty weak Brooklyn Nets defense. Um, actually, I believe last in the league in terms of opponent points per game. Um, do I still have that up? No, they're 27th. I apologize. 27th in the league in opponent points per game. Um, I love it. I love DeRozan. 8,500. If Zach sits specifically, if I plays, you can still play DeRozan. Now, if I own Zach both play, I think it's a fair price for DeRozan. I still think I'll have a few shares of him. Because um, I do want to stack him with, uh, you know, maybe Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving on the other side of the ball um, in a few of my lineups. But I'm not, like, insanely interested in him if Zach plays. Um, but if Io and Zach do sit and Kobe plays, I have a ton, 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 ton of interest in Kobe White at 3400 um, That is a very, very cheap price. Kobe White puts up points in bunches. The Chicago Bulls desperately need his offense, even when they were healthy. We need offense on, in that second unit. So uh, 3400 for Kobe White is a smash spot if he plays and he's healthy and all that. If he plays, I'm assuming he is healthy. So if he plays, <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Um, but, yeah, that's going to be all my interest here and the that side of the ball. As I said, you know, yeah, I could see, you know, Royce O'Neal's nice. Um, we were on him for a bit there. Um Again, Joe Harris, I like him a lot. I do like some Seth Curry. If Seth Curry does play, though, I just feel like Seth Curry and Joe Harris are just kind of stepping on each other's toes in terms of, like, who's playing that role for the Brooklyn Nets. So I have probably no interest in any of those guys. Um, I do have a little bit of interest in the top guys in, you know, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Um, Durant is 10-2, which is still a little bit too cheap. He was 10 million or 10,000, 10 million. Well, 10,000 last game. Uh, so he did jump a couple hundred. Kyrie Irving also jumped a couple hundred. He was 9,500 last game. Now he's 9,700. Um, some interest in those guys. I think those are fair prices. I don't think they're like insanely cheap. So I'm not like going out of my way to roster them. But if I'm going to play DeMar DeRozan and I'm going to play Kobe White and I'm going to play maybe, maybe a, a, one of those cheap guys I was talking about, like a Derek Jones Jr. Then yeah, I'm, if I'm stacking my bulls like that, then I am going to have a, a Kevin Durant or a Kyrie Irving on the other side of the basketball. So that covers that game. Um, I didn't even really mean to cover it that in depth, but <laughs> there you go. Uh, but no, I have some, I have some interest in a lot more interest in some other guys on the slate. I have interest in uh, Shea Gildas Alexander at 9400 against this Orlando Magic team. I think it's going to be a little bit of a down, a pace down game. Um, but we've seen what Shea Gildas Alexander can do. And, you know, I think the reason that he's not up in the 10,000s yet is because there's still that stigma of, you know, the OKC Thunder and, like, there's still 
owners who've been burned in the past by like rostering him and he's been you know just mysteriously sat as tip happens and you know that's always gonna be a risk with the thunder uh they're just like in perpetually in rebuild rebuild mode right now which is really unfortunate but uh but if he plays 9400 for shea gilgis alexander against you know orlando defense and uh not a very good team both these teams are you know it's going to be a competitive game they're both about the same level so I do like me some Shea Gills Alexander. Just looking at his game log here, he's scored 63.5, 44.75, 63.25, 42.25, 57 DK points. So 57 plus DK points in three out of the one, two, three, four, five games he's played this season. That's insanity. And he's uh, he's less than, than some of the other guys that are on the slate here. You know, they've got Seth Curry at 9,600. You've got... Uh, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, all more expensive than him. So I think you can definitely go there. Um, do you have some interest also in Devin Booker at 9K? Not like an incredible amount. Um, I'm just like, I feel like this is the, the season that uh, Chris Paul like reaches that age where he's not exactly the, the same Chris Paul we've had the last few seasons, or he gets hurt. And that's when Devin Booker's just going to go insane, insane mode. Uh, so I have a lot of my season one fantasy teams, so I'm hoping he does well. Uh, 9K is a little, bit too, a little bit too cheap for him. I have more interest, though, in Carl Anthony Towns at 8,800. Going up against Phoenix, um, starting to turn it on, Carl uh, Anthony Towns is. I think he's starting to find his groove playing next to Rudy Gobert. Um, had 52.25 DK points in the last matchup. Of course, that was against the Spurs. Um, so he's probably going to score somewhere in the you know upper 40s. And he's a power forward center. Um, so, you know, I'm into a lot of power forwards on this slate, but he does qualify for center. And I don't have a whole ton of centers I'm interested in. Let me just double check to make sure I'm right about that. I'm not like telling you lies. For some reason, Bull Bull doesn't. <laughs> I'm going to go over him in a minute. But he doesn't qualify as center, which is just absolutely S9 to me. Uh, so, yeah, there's not a lot of centers that I've got. I don't have actually any centers, I don't think, on this list, this short list here, uh, except for uh, Carl Anthony Towns. So I do like to see if I can get him slotted in there at 8,800. Um, I also have some interest in Jimmy Butler, 8,400. A lot of interest. Um, you know, Guy that is easily overlooked. This is just too cheap, cheap for him. Um, he does get quiet in some games. Like, don't get me wrong, he does disappear sometimes. He had kind of a down game last game, only thirty three point seven five DK points in a loss to the Sacramento Kings. The the Heat are kind of reeling near the bottom of the uh, conference. There, I was actually just looking at the standings before we hopped on here. Uh, but the game before that against the, the same Warrior squad, that he had just had almost 60 DK points. So I think a lot of people will probably be on him. He'll probably have a high ownership. Um, but I think, you know, the Warriors have been pretty bad on defense. They're the team that's given up the most points to the, their opponents this season. Uh, it's a small sample size. It could be affected by who they've played and, and things like that. Um, but I think, I think this is a good spot for Jimmy. And, you know, I'd look for him to put up maybe another 50-burger. 45, 50, somewhere in that range. At 8,400. So that's a, a few hundred less than Carl Anthony Towns, who I think is going to have a similar output. So uh, I like both those guys. Um, Paulo Banquero, 7,900. And I do have, again, interest. If I'm going to run some lineups with uh, Shigildas Alexander, and I do like a few other Thunder also. In that game, I like Jalen Williams a whole heck of a lot at 3,900. 
I'm going to throw him out there. But I do, and let me talk about Paulo Bancaro first. 7,900 for Paulo. We've been at him, right? We've been playing him. And his price has gone up and up and up and up. Let me see. We've been playing him since he was about, oh, I don't know, 7,400. And now he's up to the 7,900, uh, 8,000 range, which I think, you know, it's a fair price, I think. But he is the engine that's going to that's gonna make that team go on offense. He is the guy that's putting up 20, 14, 19 shots a game uh, for the Orlando Magic. So, again, I think it's going to be a, a, a competitive game, maybe a bit slower pace game between these two teams. But it's going to come down to the wire, I think. And, and those are the games that you want to target when you're spending up because those guys are you know, going to have safe minutes, especially in those cash games. You want to have guys that have safe minutes. So, uh, Paolo Bincaro at 7,900. I do have some interest in him. I know uh, Arnold did too. I'm going I'm to give you his picks here after I'm done. But uh, I know he was on there as well. Um, but, yeah, I did mention Jalen Williams. I have a whole, whole heck of a lot of interest in Jalen Williams. And... Uh, and this is, again, the J-A-L-E-N Williams, not the J-A-Y Williams. That I think they sent down to the G League recently. But uh, OKC Thunder, Jalen Williams, 3900. This is, again, a, a tall guy, uh, basically forward size that plays the guard. Um, just I just love his game. He's, he has such a nice stat profile for DFS that's going to make him uh, put up some, some gaudy lines. He's only thirty nine hundred. Last game he had thirteen, and this is and we were trying to. I was trying to roster him in game one. Game one he only managed six minutes, but even in those six minutes, guys, he had five points, one assist, two turnovers, and three fouls. That's pretty funny. He had three fouls uh, in just six minutes, but and two turnovers too. But he, but the the point being, you know, those aren't good things, right? The fouls and the turnovers. But the point being that the usage is there when he's on the court. He's got that usage. Turnovers, if they're high, it's an indication that the guy has high usage. He's got the ball in his hands a lot. He's trying to create. Uh, those are the guys you want to target. 3,900 for Jalen Williams is a steal. Get him. Get him in your lineups. Telling you right now. Uh, he played 27 minutes last game against Dallas, scored uh, nearly 30 DK points. So, you know, if he's 3,900 scoring 30 DK points, that's definitely beating 6x value. Um, by a, by a lot, yeah, it's about like six seven points, so that's that's really exceeding uh, you know our, our expectations. He was only three k too for that one, but he did shoot five of eight from the field. That probably won't happen again. Oh, of two from behind the line though, so maybe he hits a three, so that that'll kind of even out there. Three or three from the line, um, that probably won't stick, but uh, hopefully he gets there that many times. That's a good indication too, guys, is when someone gets there. Uh, gets to the line quite a bit. Three three attempts in 27 minutes isn't a whole lot. I'd like to see it up a little bit more. But, uh, but three rebounds, three assists, one block, four steals. Um, those are high-variant stats, so you can't count on those blocks and steals. But again, I think the points could be the same. He had 13 points. So somewhere like 10 to 12 real-life points. I think the assists could come up. He could get somewhere like five or six assists in this game. Uh, and the rebounds, you know, I think he can get a few more rebounds too. So I think he could score around that similar, like I'll say 26 to 30 DK points at 3,900. I, I, I gotta have my lineups. Gotta get a way to get him in there. Got to. Um, I mentioned Bobo. Uh, let's, let's talk about Bobo. I like Bobo. The Thunder at seventh worst in the league at opponents points in the paint. Um, Bobo just got 30 minutes in the last game. I was a 
bull bull disbeliever up until <laughs> just the last day or two, couple days. I just can't believe like this guy came out of nowhere. Like this guy has been kind of a meme in uh, NBA circles and seemed like he was almost out of the league, and now he's like getting starter minutes. It's just insane. I mean, good story. I'm happy for the, I'm happy for the guy. Don't get me wrong. Really happy. Um, but 5700 and I think that's a really good price, again, uh, against the Thunder team that just doesn't defend the paint very well at all. That's where he's going to get most of his looks. Um, he's So he's going to have a high percentage you know, shooting at the rim. Uh, he had 36.25 DK points in the last one across 30 minutes, and that was you know, against Dallas. I think this is even a better matchup. So I think i got to get... Low bowl, and I've got him in my lineup right now. I'm trying to fit one in, get having a little trouble with the center position, but uh, gonna try to get Cronthy Towns in there. But, uh, but yeah, I, I have a lot of interest here in Bull Bull. Three blocks. I mean, he's gonna put up um, two to four blocks. He's gonna get you know eight, nine, ten rebounds. I like it a lot. Like it, like it, like it a lot. Um, there's a couple of sons I have on here. Uh, three sons. And that's it. That's going to exhaust my list here. I don't have any Minnesota guys on here, it looks like. So, well, except for Conthing Towns. Otherwise, I don't have a lot of interest in, in that side of the basketball. Uh, but for the Suns, I already mentioned Devin Booker a little bit. Uh, some minor interest there. I don't think I'm going to have him in a lot of lineups. Maybe maybe one or two out of my 20 that I'll do. Um, but Cameron Johnson at 5,400. I do have a lot of interest in him. He's a guy that started out slow this season, and he's really started to pick it up. Needs that shot to fall. I believe he shot a little bit under 50, 46%. Uh, let me see here. He shot a little over 46% last game, which is good. I mean, that's a good percentage. That's what we're hoping for. 7 to 15 from the field. The thing I'm looking at, though, is 15 shot attempts across 31 minutes. He had 33 minutes a couple of games ago in the Golden State Warriors, and he shot 11 shot attempts. So the shot attempts are there. Um... The other thing I'm looking at is the rebounds. The rebounds are there also. He had seven in the last one, five in that other game I was mentioning where he had 33 minutes against the Warriors. So as long as he can you know, get grab some boards and his shot is falling, uh, I think he's going to beat this 5,400 price tag. I think it's a, a good price tag for him. And he needs that three-point shooter shot to miss. 11 three-pointers that last game. Woo! He was just chucking, man. I like it. Uh, Cameron Payne, 4,600. Also have some interest in him. I've uh, been rostering him here and there in some DFS lineups. I got him in a few season-long, too. But um, just liking his consistency, 17 minutes, 17 minutes, 14 minutes, last three games, 28, 26.5, and 20 DK points. You know, th th That's just good consistency. He hasn't shot the ball insanely well. He did shoot at 50% a couple of games, but that was only shot 10 shot attempts and six shot attempts uh, in the other one. Uh, last game, he had 12 shot attempts and shot about 41.7%. And this is against the Houston Rockets, but uh, he's going to get the Minnesota Timberwolves. I actually really like this this backup point guard battle between Cameron Payne and Jalen Noel. Uh, Jalen Noel is a, a scorer, or two. He's going to come in and, and, and shoot the basketball, so uh, not looking for him to play a whole ton of defense. Uh, Cameron Payne also boosted. I mean, he's getting out assists, man. Getting assists, grabbing a few boards. Getting some steals out there. Um, again, this is like a, a fade Chris Paul season for me. I'm not going to have him probably in DFS at all this year. Maybe he'll prove me wrong yet again, and he'll be the one guy to, to defy Father Time. But uh, I think the time's up, man. I think the time is is to move on from Chris Paul is now. 
Uh, that's what I was uh, going for in my drafts for season-long fantasy, and I'm going to stick with it. So fading Chris Paul. I do like some campaign at 4,600. And the last guy I'm going to throw out there, um, if I can find him, is uh, Aaron Wiggins. And this is not – I'm thought for some reason I had him on – the Suns. He's not in the Suns. Aaron Wiggins is on Thunder, so it's another Thunder guy I like. So I can stack some Thunder there uh, and then run it back with Bunker on the other side. But uh, I do like Aaron Wiggins here uh, you know, quite a bit. 4,400. He had kind of a down game last game. Uh, in 28 minutes, only got five shot attempts. Shot attempts kind of all over the place. He had 14 shot attempts three games ago, seven, five. So they're a little bit up and down. So a little bit of a risky play here. Um, but he does have some nice peripherals. He's got some, you know, five, six, ten rebounds, four, three, zero assists. So, he, but he did have four and three assists in two of those games. Couple of steals. Um, do you have some interest in Aaron Wiggins? Forty-four hundred deal. Just based on the price point, uh, other players around there. I liked what he brought to the table, so I'll throw him out there too. And that's going to exhaust my list, guys. That is it. I'm actually going to give you, though, again, uh, Arnold Cadena. If you don't follow him on Twitter, go follow him. It's follow him on Twitter. It's at Arnut2. That's at A <laughs> at A R N U T T T T T. So five T's in a row, two. Uh, or just search A R N U T, and you'll probably find him. But uh, you should go follow this guy on Twitter. His name's Arnold Cadena. And he's doing good work for us. He has some picks here that I would like to share with you uh, if I can maybe find the uh, message. But here it is. Um, so, yeah, I did mention that he does have, like, Kevin Durant and Royce O'Neal. I already talked about those guys a bit. He's got Ben Carroll, too. Um, he's into Vooch. I already talked about that. Into Caruso, I think you have to kind of wait. Uh, I don't think Caruso is a bad choice. I think you have to wait to see the injury stuff. Caruso is not... A fantastic DFS player. He's not a guy that puts up like gaudy numbers at all. Better, better season long and category uh, type player. But assuming that Levine sits and Kobe White sits and Io sits, yeah, I think four three hundred for Cruz is an absolute steal. I would definitely have him in my roster. So there you go. Uh, here's a couple interesting ones though that I wasn't thinking of. Basley, he's got on the OKC Thunder at forty one hundred. Uh, Basley's an interesting guy. Uh, I was on him earlier in the season. His his role has been kind of up and down. Um, the one thing I do worry about with him is that, you know, now that Jalen Williams is healthy, now that uh, SGA is playing, they don't, still don't have Giddy. Um, but, again, I did mention that, you know, the, the Magic are a pretty good um, uh, matchup here for the Thunder. So I don't mind going to some Basley at 4,100. That's not too bad. Uh, Max Struess kind of surprised me a little bit, 5,100. Um, I don't know if there's maybe a injury on the heat I'm not aware of. That's a good thing to look at. Let's In real time, we're going to go through this and see if there's maybe a, a, a path here to minutes here for Max Struess at 5,100. Uh, Depot is out. All the Depot is out. But looks like they have most of their, uh, most of their squad. But... Let's take a look here. And the Golden State Warriors, again, do give up the most points to their opponents here. Uh, 22.25, 25.75, and 36.25 DK points in the last three games. Before that, he had a 16.5 stinker. Um, I think he's really relying on his three-point shot falling. It is something that he do need, so he's going to be on the floor still for 30 minutes or so. So he's the minutes are there, but it's, it's like a Patrick Williams situation where 
you know, the minutes are there, but I'm just not not excited about what he does with those minutes. So I don't think I have a lot of Max Struess, but uh, Arnold says that he uh, he likes him. So if he's right, I owe him a cookie. Moving on, though. If you guys aren't playing ThriveFantasy.com, you guys should go play ThriveFantasy.com. Get there. Go do it. They have these tournaments that are awesome to play. Uh, you put in, you know, 20 bucks and you can win 1000 Seriously, it's, it's ridiculous. But you do have to pick 10 out of the 20 props that they give you correctly. Uh, well, that's not true. You can get 9 probably and win. Uh, I think I did uh, almost do that one time. So uh, 9 or 10 of these props you get right. Uh, you pick the overs and unders, and you can win that uh, that tournament that I'm talking about. So uh, go sign up at thrivefancy.com. Use promo code ETHOS at sign up, and you'll get the, that first deposit match up to $250. I hope I'm saying that right. I think it is. I've said it enough times. You'd think I've done But, uh, yeah, there you go. So go do that. Um, he likes Vucevic, over 12.5 rebounds and assists, and that's 85 points in that tournament. I like it. I love it. I'm all for it, even if he's going to get a few less minutes against those those nets I'm projecting. Um, I still think he crushes that. He's the one guy on the floor when he's out there that's going to grab boards, so all he needs to grab is 11 boards, and then he just needs two assists. I, yeah, I think it's a good good spot there. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, over 28.5 points and assists. If Zach Levine doesn't play, love it. Love it, love it, love it. If Zach does play... Um, I think it's kind of a 50-50 shot. It is a 100-point play, so it is 50-50 uh, projected, uh, you know, where he'll land there. So he likes Kyrie Irving under 41.5 points, rebounds, and assists. Um, I don't know, man. The Bulls are pretty bad on defense. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can follow him there. That's 95 points, too. The other side is of it's 105 points. Uh, it is a big number, 41.5. Uh, Kyrie's kind of a... I won't call him a mercurial player, but he's kind of a guy that sometimes doesn't show up. So maybe this is one on the, back, on the second half of back-to-back where he doesn't. Could see it happening. Uh, he likes Shea Gildas-Alexander over 25.5 points. Yep, I'm there with him. I mean, I love him in DFS for a reason. I think this is a great matchup. So, yeah, 25.5 points, I'm there. Uh, here's one that I had a big question about, though. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. over 10.5 rebounds. I've actually been betting the unders on Wendell Carter Jr.'s rebounds since Bull Bull's been starting. And I think he grabbed, I'll have to take a look. I know he really grabbed like seven or eight in two games in a row. No, he had like five in one game. And then he had maybe seven or eight in the next game, something like that. Um, so 10.5, I think that's a pretty big number. I don't know if he gets there. I don't know if I agree with that one. But it's 115 points if he hits. Uh, it'll be good, and it is the Orlando Magic, and it's the OKC Thunder. Perhaps the logic there is that um, it's going to be a lot of missed shots, which is possible. Uh, here's the other one I want to mention, and we'll call it a day. Um, he likes 27.5, over 27.5 uh, points and rebounds for Paulo Bancaro. Yep, of course, I'm there with him. Uh, I think Paulo's going to have a, a good bounce-back game here against a uh, pretty crappy Orlando defense, or OKC defense. And, uh, yeah. So 95 points for that one. I like it a lot. Go sign up at ThriveFantasy.com. And, hey, go win those DFS, uh, you know, tourneys that you're going to play. Go win those GPPs, post your Ws, tag us. We'd love to hear from you. Um, follow us on Twitter. Follow me. I'm at BSBPKeith. That's again, at BSBPKeith. You can follow me there. And uh, until next time, go get that money.